Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with March 4th and 16th, 1921, Part 1, pages 301 through 302. March 4th, 1921. I celebrated solemn Mass at the cathedral. In the evening, I preached to the Lithuanian students at St. Nicholas's Church. On Sundays during Lent, I have been preaching on the Passion of our Lord Jesus Christ at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. On the 5th, 6th, and 7th of this month, I also preached at the cathedral. This was during the 40 hours devotion and exposition of the Blessed Sacrament. March 16th, 1921. His Excellency, Archbishop Hrynjavetsky, has gone. He paid me a visit before he left, and I also called on him. We did not discuss anything in particular. The old man said that he was leaving because he did not feel well, and besides, where he was living, the air from the courtyard was bad. As usual, he became somewhat agitated and could not stop talking about his illness and about how the doctors had removed one of his ribs. Then he talked about the old times when he was Bishop of Vilnius and how he had visited the parishes in the diocese under the Russians. Always the same story. His age and senility are very pronounced. He also likes to talk about the unscrupulous administrators of the diocese who had preceded him and to touch upon political matters as well. In his day, 40 years ago, there were no Lithuanians or Belarusians here, only Polish Catholics. Those nations have arisen, financed by Russian, German, Jewish, and Masonic money. This is all the work of the enemies of Poland and is also harmful to the Church. The Belarusians are especially dangerous. If they continue to force their language into the churches, they will make the people turn orthodox. Then he spoke about vehemently, then he spoke out vehemently against the Lithuanian and Belarusian clergy. The more he talked, the more excited he became. His eyes would start to glitter with a fanatical spark. He would repeat the same things over and over getting confused and tired. But you could not say that he did not make sense or was not aware of what he was saying. He was able to redirect his talk to his determined purpose. His Excellency, the Archbishop, is a tall, lean man with a pleasant face. He has aged considerably. His eyes appear sunken and his lips bluish. Although he usually looked very pale, the color of a corpse... When he got excited, he became flushed and seemed to revive. After describing some pastoral activities in the diocese during Lent in the first entry, Blessed George wrote of the departure of the former Bishop of Vilnius, Archbishop Hirnyevetsky. He had been the Bishop of Vilnius from 1883 through 1889. So he was around 80 years old at that time. Uh, when he was speaking with Blessed George in this passage. Vilnius was, at uh, when um, the archbishop had been the uh, bishop, uh, was under the Russian Empire. He was exiled to Yaroslav 
a city in Russia in 1885 for his opposition to the Russification of the country. He was released from exile the same year, but he was not permitted to return to his diocese. In 1889, he resigned from his position as the Bishop of Vilnius. In 1891, he was named a titular archbishop, and then he lived in Lvov, which is present-day Ukraine, but uh, it was at that time part of Poland. Blessed George writes about how different Vilnius was 40 years before, uh, according to the telling of the um, archbishop, there were only Polish Catholics there at the time. There were no Lithuanians or Belarusians. And uh, the archbishop saw the rise of these other nations as a threat to Poland. He feared the language challenges would lead to the people uh, leaving the Catholic Church and going over to the Orthodox. Blessed George wrote that despite his education, the archbishop did make sense and was aware of what he had been saying. In his day, he had been a respected professor in the St. Petersburg Academy of Theology, as had been Blessed George years after that. The archbishop would uh, live eight more years beyond this conversation. Perhaps the political arguments uh, kept him uh, going. He outlived Blessed George, in fact, by four years. Blessed George died at a very young age of 55, while the Archbishop was 89 when he died. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you, with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast 
to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.